Hi everyone, welcome to another exciting comics-loving edition of Words, Images, and Worlds. It is my delight, my honor, I use the word delight a lot, apparently, uh, to be <laughs> to be talking with comics creator Paul Pelletier. Paul, thank you for jumping in, joining, and is that a doppelganger behind you? Is that a version of yourself right there? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a banner I use for, for, uh, for conventions, and uh, it was actually a sketch that scott eaton did of me artist scott eaton did of me probably about 20 plus years ago and nice. it was really small but it captured me perfectly so i had to blow it up and use it for for my banner so i love it i love it that that banner and i have a lot in common that could also be me so i love <laughs> <Yeah>. it <laughs> That's well awesome. a lot of us comics creators kind of have a similar look too so i mean yes. it's it's funny how that happens yeah, yeah, and apparently it spills over to the readership. Uh, I, I guess in this there we case, go. At least. Yep. that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Um, so I normally start out by mentioning several titles, but but you have worked on a lot, a lot of popular characters, a lot of mainstream characters for DC in particular, and several for Marvel, um, the Flash, Green Lantern, Titans, uh, and then Exiles for Marvel being a couple of those titles that that bubble out bubble up without me looking at my notes. Superman, uh, of course, Batgirl. Um, so you you are quite well established in the world of comics and creating uh, yes. uh, were were there particular characters that sort of introduced you to the comic space when you were a, a younger person um yeah i think i think the first uh marvel comic that really got me addicted to to superhero stuff was uh, a friend of mine introduced me to uh the x-men mm -hmm. um it was claremont uh Byrne in austin and uh you know john Byrne became the the first huge influence on on my artwork so that that was the book that pretty much got me hooked yeah so, yep that that's a, a great one to start out with and then um at what point did you know that that comics were going to be the space for you the that you would be finding creative outlets there uh probably late high school you know that that's it's uh i had some other friends that were interested in comics and we were trying to do our own thing and i think by by junior senior year in high school that's i had figured out that that's what i wanted to do so and and you could tell because you know i was i was a really good student mm -hmm. up until senior year when i realized man i want to draw comic books and all of a sudden my my grades went Boop. <laughs> <laughs> like because i knew what i wanted to do and 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 i started to put my focus towards that and uh no through luck and hard work i i managed to you know about four years later you know i never went to school for for artwork i mean i had a couple years in high school but as far as comic book art i'm self-taught and so it took me about four years after high school before i was able to start doing comics full-time uh, and I, i'm picturing your life in that four years because i was also a person that took some time in between high school and uh, adult life to kind of figure some things out and practice and do some things. So I, I'm just picturing you like sketching, sketching, drawing, sketching, drawing, like perfecting your craft in that time. Well, yeah, I wouldn't say perfecting, but <laughs> getting, getting better at it. I, I, I grew up in Maine. Um, that's where I live now. And um, 
in between high school and when I started working professionally in comics, I worked with a couple small uh, black and white publishers here in Maine. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even though I was working jobs in a shoe factory or washing dishes or whatever I could do to pay the bills, um, I had an outlet. You know, it wasn't just sketching on my own. I was drawing comic books. So I was learning how to storytell and, and uh, you know, to to be an effective artist in comic books. So I, I had a goal. So that was great. Even though I wasn't making any money on it, mm-hmm. but just, and being around other creative people too, really helped out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the work of DC and Marvel and superheroes is so it's, it's such interesting science fiction and um, really action oriented and, and high concept stuff. What's it like to sort of approach a script or a page and then try to envision that and put it down in, in pencil and ink. Um, it can be a challenge sometimes. So a lot of uh, younger artists that I meet that are interested in drawing comics, the first thing I tell them is, you know, you want to draw comic books, you know, get ready to draw a lot of stuff you don't really want to draw. <laughs> right. uh, and it, it, especially if you're if you're working with a writer, if you're not writing your own stuff, then you're you're trying to translate somebody else's vision. And sometimes, you know, the, the stuff that they want on the page isn't exactly what you want to do, but hey, to tell the story, you know, you, you pretty much have to follow it. But as some of it can be really daunting because there are, uh, you know, some writers I've worked with um, will delve into like scientific theoretical stuff mm-hmm. that's really kind of hard to try and translate artistically on a page. So, I mean, it, I, and like you said, I've, I've worked on so many different titles that I've kind of pulled in different directions. So um, it, it can be a challenge, but, you know, what, I'm 30 plus years later, I'm still doing it. So obviously I enjoy that challenge. Yeah. yeah. And in addition to the science concepts, you get fun things like horses and cars and the things that everybody loves to draw, right? Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, just, just a, a quiet scene. In, in a living room with people talking. I mean, because I view kind of what we do as, as comic book artists as being like a director in a film. But you're not only a director, you're the set designer, you're the costume designer, you're technically the actors because you're drawing the expressions on, on these characters' faces. And not only do you have to design the room, but you have to have it fairly consistent at different angles because you're not showing the same angle angle every time. So there's a lot of problem solving involved in, in drawing comics. And I think uh, when I see younger you know kids or, or artists who were interested in drawing comics and they only draw like a splash page or, or cover shots, mm-hmm. it's like, well, see that you're avoiding all the, the if you're doing page by page, you know, panel by panel storytelling, there's a lot of problems to solve doing that. So it, it it's and again it, it can be a fun challenge it could you know it could be maddening sometimes too mm-hmm. but you know, overall I mean if it's something if telling stories is something you really enjoy doing then you, you kind of get a kick out of it yeah yeah well and I'm thinking also about the the spatial skills that you have to have thinking about rooms from different perspectives and making sure that it makes sense to the reader to go from one part of the room to another yep. part of the room yeah. No, so uh, and, and 
one of the things that one of the projects I'm working on right now, um, it, it's uh, with a gaming company, and their their big thing is doing miniatures, uh-huh. and they'll create some really intricate costumes for some of these miniatures, which is fine for creating a miniature. But when you have to draw that costume consistently from all angles over and over again, it's like, oh, it, <laughs> it's a challenge. It really is a challenge. Yeah. So like you said, like keeping a room consistent. And then on top of it, you also have to make sure you're leaving room for word balloons. And, mm-hmm. uh, so it, like I said, it, it's, it's problem solving, constant problem solving. Yeah, yeah. Um, any particular sort of experiences or collaborations that bubble to the surface as being some of those uh, sort of fun challenges that you've experienced? Uh, well, I was going to say back in uh, 2001, I was invited to join CrossGen Comics. And I don't know if you're familiar with, with, with that, uh, that company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the only company in, in the comics world where everybody worked in the same studio. The yeah. writers, the artists, inkers, colorists, letterers, uh, production people, everything was all in-house. So up until that point, I had always worked by myself. Um, so being thrown into a studio situation was completely new, but just being involved, being able to sit down with the writer himself, it was Tony Bedard, uh, on our book negation and actually having the inker and the colorist there too. And we're all throwing ideas at each other and, uh, basically building a world from scratch. Um, that was an, uh, incredibly fun situation to, to be involved in. Um, so yeah, I think that was probably one of the most fun, um, artistic, uh, endeavors I was part of, cause I was really involved more in the, the actual, you know, I mean, I wasn't writing the book, but I was much more involved in mm-hmm. the process of creating stuff. And, and there were times where I would get the script from, from Tony. And then I'd sit down with the anchor, Dave Micus and James Rochelle, who was the colorist. And we'd go through the script and we'd start changing things. Let's do this here, do this there. So it, it, it was a lot of fun. So that, that, I, th- I think that creatively was probably one of the, one of the, uh, the most fun times I've had in comics. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, imagining what it must be like to work on, again, these shared characters and licensed universes of being like here's a room full of toys plus you get to add some versus you create the room you create the toys you you create how they work that's a that's a really cool thing Mm -hmm. yeah it's uh i mean it's daunting at the same time but just being involved in that in that kind of situation was it was unique i mean i that's usually one of the questions i get from a lot of other creators in comics that knew i was part of cross gen Uh what was it like was it really a cult or <laughs> no, 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 it's just a studio full of comic book people. And we just, you know, it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you mentioned working in the world of gaming. So I'd like to ask about uh, current projects, current things that you can talk about, as well as spaces like uh, online or in person where you like to connect with readers um well the gaming stuff i I did a uh graphic novel called the others for cool minis or not Mm -hmm. and i finished that over a year ago it's still being colored it's a 120 page graphic novel and uh hopefully that'll be seeing print sometime this year 
Um, I'm, I'm working with them, with them again on the tie-in for one of their games. And I think they're planning on releasing a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive comic. Um, that I'm, that's what I'm working on. So again, I'm not really going to divulge who the characters are and whatnot, but oh, it, yeah. It, yeah. for them. And last year I spent most of the year working with, uh, a video game company called Lethos. And I was doing a book for their game, uh, Trace War. So I did six issues of that. So, I mean, technically I haven't had any comics on the shelves in almost two years. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's going to be announced pretty soon that I'm, I'm working on uh, G.I. Joe for uh, Skybound and Image. Oh, so fantastic. it'll be nice to have something on the shelves again. So that, that'll be cool. But yeah. uh, most of the time is talking with readers and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, I don't do that many shows, but that's usually the best time to be able to meet people and, and, and you know talk about what I've worked on and, and where I'm going and whatnot. Um, and I've got a you know a website that people have want to send questions. They can always do that too. So um, yeah, because I have little to no social media. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wise so, man. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, you know, I've survived so far without it. So I'm going to see how far I can go. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think my website's uh, paulpeltierart.com. So it's simple enough. Which I think that's how you contacted me. So that it is indeed. The word gets around a little bit, so. Yeah, yeah, and I'll be sure and link it in the podcast description and the video and all of those things. Um, okay. Did we miss anything in the talk through that you want to make sure to share before we close out? Um, no, I mean, as it, I mean, working on different books and different writers, it always poses new challenges, and there are some guys like Dan Slott, mm-hmm. you know, working on uh, She-Hulk and Great Lakes Avengers. He was one of my favorites because his his sense of humor taps right into my own. Yeah, so it, yeah. it it it's always fun to work with with a writer that you can connect with. I loved working with Jeff Parker on uh, Aquaman. Uh-huh. His his sensibilities. He's got a great sense of humor and 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 his sense of adventure when he writes his comics. So yeah. it it's always fun to get that collaboration where you really are in sync with the writer. So. And then hopefully someday, maybe I'll come up with my own thing. So yeah, I'm I'm never really good with coming up with initial ideas for a project, but I'm I'm pretty good at expanding on them. Mm-hmm. So I just gotta, you know, sit down and figure out, all right, what do I want to do? What what kind of story do I want to tell? And actually do it. But I'm so busy drawing all the time that it makes it tough. Yeah, well, well, glad that there's still plenty on the vision board and. I'm looking forward to the stories to come and I appreciate your time and your work so very much. Well, thank you very much. I I appreciate it.